Hi guys, it's me, Paula, and I pray, and I'm posting this podcast um, tonight, Monday night, and we normally pray on Tuesday, but we will not be praying Tuesday, tomorrow night, together, because I have something important I have to take care of for my family. It's kind of urgent. So tomorrow night, we will not pray together, and I'm canceling that meeting because I feel in my heart I want to take care of some things. And it's very serious things in our family right now. So we have something Frank and I have to do tomorrow night. So for you who are on my call, we're probably going to reschedule for Sunday night. If you're available to pray, it would be very important that you do. So I wanted to talk to you tonight about prayer before we go anywhere. Just I'm not going to just check out here, but how do you get your prayers answered? I think I prayed with you once about this before. But I want to talk to you from a book I read some years ago on how to get your prayers answered. And it's about the woman, the Canaanite woman, who came to Jesus and cried out to him for mercy. And it's really interesting because it's Matthew 15, verse 22. And the whole title of this is on motives. What are motives? Motive of your heart. You know, God can see our heart motive. But this woman... If you would have heard what she said, you would have thought her heart was right because she said, have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. So her daughter was possessed by devils. So she was approaching Jesus, interceding on behalf of her child. There are many people right now whose children are not right with God. And also their children, grandchildren are not right with God. Some of you may be talking to some of you right now. But what's interesting about this story, well, first of all, if you live in a house with someone that has devils or you're vexed, you know, by devils, it's not a happy life. It's a harsh life, whether it's a child, a husband, a friend, a daughter, a son, whoever. Um, But it sounds like she was approaching Jesus very humbly. She was crying, number one, right? She says, have mercy on me. So that sounds like humility. But because her motive was wrong, Jesus looked upon her heart. He loved her, but he didn't answer her a word. Now, interestingly enough, she was a Canaanite woman. So there was some big time prejudice between the Jews and the Canaanites. Now, Jesus wasn't prejudiced. Jesus wasn't biased. Jesus wasn't a racist, but the people were. So he answered her not a word. He just he wasn't going to talk to her. And here's why. It was as if she was praying, but she was praying with the wrong motive. She was praying with a wrong heart. She was praying, listen, selfishly. If you're praying selfishly, you're not going to get anything from the Lord. Nothing. Forget about it, Okay. You prayed, you cried, you wept, you don't understand. God won't answer your prayer. You might want to check this one part. Why do you want what you're asking for? What is your motive? If it's only about you, then something's wrong. He won't give it to you. You know, you might be living feeling bad. You might be living in a time of torment. But God looks deep inside your heart. It's no trouble for him to look in you or in me. And whether we're really interested in making him Lord. And here's the answer. Spend time with God. When we say spend time with God, sometimes you've got to just shut yourself off. You get yourself off 
and go away with God. You don't want to spend all your time just going to meetings, church meetings, or listening to the same people. You don't want to spend all your time doing that. You need to spend time loving and worshiping God. And you need to be alone with Him. So don't get caught up in church because the more you spend time with God in prayer and alone with Him, the more He's going to love on you. And when you come out of that prayer closet, you're going to be a warrior for Him. So you got to let God be first place in your heart and life. And many times people do miss it because they work for God. And I know my husband and I are in ministry, so you can work for God, but something's wrong. It's about like duty and work, 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 right? But something is missing. You want God to love on you, right? But you can't if you're not with him, if you don't spend time with him. All he wants wants you to do is to let him love you. But if you don't spend any time before him and worship him, what's going to happen? You know, God has to come in and you have to tell him, Jesus, I love you. I worship you, Jesus. I'll do anything for you, Jesus. Spend time with him. Jesus wants you. He just wants you. He wants to hear your voice. So worship has rewards because this woman, her first approach with Jesus was, have mercy on me, you know, and she was crying. So Jesus just about had to insult her. It's sort of like a wake, wake up, wakey, wakey. He had to snap out of it, get out of yourself. Because this isn't faith. You're not operating in faith. You're troubling. You're troubled. But well, how do you approach God? So what she did, or what he did was he said, he answered his disciples because they said, you know, send her away, whatever. He said, I am in my sent, but to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Notice when she came to Jesus the second time, this Canaanite woman said she worshiped him. She worshiped him and she said, Lord, help me. She knew there was help in him. There was no worship in her first approach. She was just crying and whining. and oh, Help me. You know how we are, selfish. She wanted to be just, get this thing, trouble, give me my way. I just have to have it now. Haven't you prayed that way? Come on, be honest. But when she came around the second time, she worshiped him and and she found favor. She found favor with him. And he was moved. And she came. And this was kind of a test for her. She didn't give up. She came the second time around. And she worshipped him. And in verse 26, he answered and said, Is it right for me to take the children's bread and give it to dogs? Now think about it. To cast it to little dogs. And... <laughs> Oh my goodness, that's really like saying that's the way they think about you, that you're just a little dog. That's how, how, how Israel, the Jews, think about you in Jesus' time, I'm saying, in his day. Not now, but in those days. And he was telling her, I'm a Jew, I came to the house of Israel, and you're from a different coach, you're from a different gra- tribe, it's not right for me, is it? But I think he was questioning It's not the punctuation in the Bible. Translation isn't a question. I think he was saying, is it? He was trying to provoke her to faith. Get out of yourself. I'm just nothing. I'm nobody. I don't deserve it. 
Why would God give me anything? See self-pity in there? Yeah. And she said, Truth, Lord, yet the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall, in verse 27 she said, which fall from their master's table. They even get the crumbs. And after she worshipped him, she said, Lord, you are my master. I'm just willing to eat the crumbs. I mean, she's saying, I'm willing to do anything that you have to give me. Notice the attitude of the heart. I'm willing to take anything you have to give me. Notice that. It wasn't like, this is my agenda. This is what I want. Give it to me now. Oh, give it to me now. I want my way. Do you know? Do you know that? Then Jesus said, Oh, woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto you, even as you will. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. Jesus spoke the word and it happened. The devil let her daughter go. So that's a lesson for all of us. No power greater than Jesus' power. But let it be done unto me, Lord. So what you confess, you will have. What you speak out of your mouth, you will have. If you pray in faith, believing... Some people say, I prayed and prayed and prayed. Well, faith works. Mark eleven twenty three. For verily I say unto you, he's talking to you and to me, that whosoever shall say, what are you saying? Unto this mountain, there's a mountain in our way, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall do what? Believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. Now, don't take the word of God and twist it and don't misread it. Read it correctly. He's speaking to you, individual, single person. Your relationship is intimacy with God, the Father. It's not with through someone else. You don't go through someone else. Otherwise, it's just religion. You're just playing games. It's just a religious game with you. But when you know, know that you know, know God, you talk to him, come on, and you believe what you say will come to pass, you will have what you say, you can't take that and mince that. You can't chop that up, and you can't lie on that word. You have not because you ask not. And why do you not have? Because you ask amiss, amiss. You ask with the wrong motive. You ask with the wrong heart. God knows who you are. You can speak all you want. You can quote blah, 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 blah. How it sounds. People just like, they mimic. It's a mimicker. Do you know what a mimic is? I'm saying listen to somebody. It just sounds like they're mimicking something they heard in the Bible. But it's, it hasn't taken root in them. You know, when something takes root in you, it's deep. Boy, nobody can take it from you. You're not running around trying to find somebody to get something for you. I want something from somebody. They're going to do it for me. Nobody's going to do that for you. Faith works. It's an intimacy between you and God. Don't ever ask anything from God unless you mean it. Your faith cannot waver. My faith cannot waver. So if you really want to be blessed and you want to receive your healing, your miracle, whatever you're believing God for, be a true worshiper. 
The Bible says that he seeks true worshipers. What's a true worshiper? It says in the Bible, John 4, 23 and 24. He said, the hour cometh and now is when true worshipers shall worship the Father. How? In spirit and in truth. That's in the Word and the Holy Spirit. For the Father seeks such worshipers. God is spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So if your prayers aren't getting answered, maybe you should check out and see how much time you're spending before the Lord in worship and praying in the spirit. True worship. True worship. Your prayers will be answered. Amen. Let it be, God. Let it be so. Amen. Jesus said, uh, sorry, in Acts chapter 10, 38, it says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with the power, power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. The oppression is the depression, is the devil oppressed by the devil. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. If you don't have your miracle, if we don't have our miracle, <laughs> uh, check motive. Check how much time you're worshiping him in spirit and truth. Check that you're not just running to church and being churched as duty bound. A religious act, but there's nothing happening there. Like the woman who was crying. You have all the tears. I'm not mocking that. But it's like you're mimicking something you've heard but it's not deep it hasn't taken deep go with god would you i pray this message is going to hit home a rock it hits me right now tonight it's going to hit you and it's going to bear witness with your spirit because you're greatly loved you're greatly accepted in the beloved we all have things that we're believing god for right now and i am in my family so i know you are too father i just want to pray for you guys in jesus name Father, I thank you for your mighty, mighty God. You're a mighty God tonight, Lord. And we worship you in spirit. We love you, Lord. And we praise you. And we thank you. We thank you that, Jesus, you are a healer. You are our deliverer. And you break every oppression off of us and off of everyone on this podcast listening Oppression goes now in Jesus' mighty name. Receive your healing. Receive your deliverance. Receive your answer. And you are greatly loved by the Lord. God bless you. Amen. Thanks for being with me today. Bye-bye.